Hello, welcome to Spiritual Chopel. My name is Maria. And my name is Kimberly. And today we have a really, really cool episode. We are going to be talking about how to change our minds and our thought processes and how limiting beliefs are actually affecting the way we behave and how releasing those limiting beliefs can be very beneficial. And for that, we have a very, very special guest, which is Hiva Balfaki. And I have been working with Hiva for the past uh, year and a half. And she's like a world-renowned uh, psychologist. She has her own technique called mind hacking. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing her in October 2019. And it's been like the biggest transformation for me. Like the people that know me know that I have changed so much in a very positive way. So yeah, I'll let Hiva introduce herself and introduce mind hacking a little bit for, yeah, for like beginners who had the same resistance that I had on October 2019 and Hiva knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you ladies for having me on the show. I'm looking forward to discussing all things mindset with you today. Uh, I like that you said introduce yourself. I think that's like one of the main transformations that we go on with the journey for how do you introduce yourself. Lately, I just say, I'm just a soul having a human experience. That is uh, the introduction to me. I don't don't believe in titles. I don't believe in your accolades and what you've achieved that are just all part of the journey. But actually, in true essence, we are just souls having a human experience. So that's how I would like to kick it off. uh, (laughs) That's who I am, a soul having a human experience. Uh, Mind hacking is a a modality that I created over um, the last four years because I come from a background of psychology. I worked in the corporate world and I'm also an entrepreneur. And the whole time I was very resistant to sitting with somebody and doing the all traditional way of uh, healing or psychology, which was listening to the person's problems. I just, from experience, didn't feel like I was creating a sustainable amount of change for that person in that hour. And being very left brain, very kind of action oriented, it just missed a kick for me. There was something missing. You know, I wanted people to leave the hour and go by like, yo, my life changed, you know, but people would leave an an hour after that and be like, yeah, I feel a little bit better. And that meh feeling was what kind of really was like, "Ah, I don't think I want to be a psychologist. It's not enough impact where I can go in the corporate world or in my entrepreneurship Uh, life and create huger impact. But it all actually happened for me was when I hit rock bottom. And that was kind of like the motivator that I needed. You know, sometimes you just need that fire to spark your own ass. I was very comfortable with how life was. And I didn't really have a necessary drive or passion to do anything above and beyond until you hit rock bottom. And I think that's where you got to wake up. So for me, rock bottom meant My dad was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, A friend of mine who I invested 1.5 million with stole the money and disappeared. The person I was dating at that point um, turned out to be married and I thought it was going to be the love of my life and the person I'm going to marry. And then the third month after that, my dad passed away and I got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes all within a four-month period. So if you want rock bottom, (laughs) like, you know. 
You know, a lot of these things happen simultaneously at the same time. And I entered depression without even realizing that I was depressed. And I think that was kind of a big awakening for me is after six months of that, just being down in the, in the dumps, you know, going up, being a robot, doing life and then eating crappy food and just having no will to do anything versus the Hibba six months before that, who would go out and socialize and be with other people. And it was just a very an internal process for me. I couldn't inter- like process what had happened when you lose everything all simultaneously. And then one day I was watching uh, Scandal because that was my ritual. Yeah, I'd yeah. go to work, I'd come back, I would binge eat and I watch TV and I'd go sleep and I would repeat that. I was watching an episode of Scandal and uh, um, Olivia Pope, who's the main actress in the show, <laughs> yeah. had a monologue and they were they hit rock bottom in her business or something happened. And then she had this really intense monologue with her team about, are we gladiators or are we bitches? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that was, yeah. that was the question she, yeah. po- she posed in that show. And I felt like she was talking to me. Like, Hiba, mm. are you a gladiator or a bitch? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I felt like something within me, like, boil up. Like, literally, I felt my my anger boiling. And I got out of my bed and I looked myself straight in the mirror. And I was like, I'm a fucking gladiator. You know? Yeah, I love it. that. <laughs> and I looked myself in the mirror and I made a vow, a commitment to myself. Obviously, now I know what it was that I created. I know it's a vow and a commitment. But back then, I just thought I was, you know, amping myself up to fucking do it. But I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, this is the last day we're ever going to feel like this ever Mm. again in our life. And taking that oath, I woke up the next morning, 5 a.m., hit the gym, went to work. And I then knew I had to get in control of my mind again. And I kind of was like, okay, I, it's my mind. My mind slipped me. I got to understand that I was depressed and this is no longer. And now it's a state of mind. How do I get back in control of myself? So I literally went back and, and into the Kinakunya, a bookstore. And I did like this, you know, I just like grabbed every freaking book in the self-help aisle. (laughs) And I made an oath, like to stop eating the junk food, um, Netflix. I was like, no more of this TV stuff. You know, I'm going to just feed my mind. And I literally just consumed knowledge, fed my mind for the next three months. I didn't do anything else. I still didn't want to socialize with people. So I just kept feeding my mind. And the environment around me started to notice that I'm changing now. There's some some change happening. And then one ridiculous day, I was watching something on YouTube and this huge man comes on on the pod on the youtube and starts screaming at me through the the camera and i'm just like who is this man who's this love of my life right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) i need this man in my life and it was tony robbins and that was the beginning of the change at that point i knew i had to whatever he was on i needed to get onto it and (laughs) Quickly, my, my, my um, mind expanded. I started doing everything Tony Robbins. Then after I got done with like years of doing Tony Robbins, I understood that there's a whole other world into spirituality, got into spirituality. Long story short, at some point after two years of re- rebuilding myself, my grandmother passed away and my grandmother was my best friend. 
And it was kind of a moment of going, fuck you, God. Like, I was just getting my shit together. And here you go with some bullshit again. But I knew at this point that it was my mind that had to stay strong. And I was like going into my room and working on myself and my mindset and dealing with the trauma from childhood, doing inner child work. And at some point, you know, I was just like, oh, I feel the change instantaneously. At that point, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just experimenting on myself. And I would go in and I would experiment. I would come out and I'd feel way better. And then at some point, I started using guinea pigs, i.e. friends. And I would say, come over. I want to practice something on you. Yeah. And my friends would call me the next day and be like, I don't know what the fuck you did, but that was amazing. I feel different. I don't, my anxiety is no longer there. This is no longer here. Yeah. And at that point, you know, and, and this is where self-doubt creeps in, you know, and you're like, do I really have anything? Are they, are they just amping me up? Are they just, you know, because they're my friends. So I decided to just call random people from around me and be like, can I just work on you for an hour? Mm-hmm. And I did approximately 800 to 1,000 people before I even named it mind hacking. I needed that that many people to affirm me that I was onto something. I worked on a year for free on people just to get me to a mindset to be like, okay, I have something. This could be something. Wow, yeah. that's wow. amazing. First and of that's all, that's how mind hacking came out about. <laughs> oh my god. First of all, thank you so much for the vulnerability and the openness. Like it's so inspiring because I've I had depression myself and I kind of relate to your story. And wow, it's it's incredible actually. Because I've been listening to your YouTube, uh, sorry, Instagram and yeah. videos, and I never knew yeah. like what was behind the motivational Ooh. like force. So that was amazing to hear. So thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, totally. Also, like for me, like hearing you speak about it, it's like, oh, okay, it's a journey. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is definitely a journey. I mean, till today, I'm on the journey. I don't think the journey ever ends, and I think that's the misconception of people who jump on to spirituality or any anything um, that is healing, a healing modality from the beginning, is because from awakened, uh, unawakened to awaken, that leap feels like day and night Mm -hmm, you know so then you have expectations that you've actually made it and then as you go on into your journey of healing you're just like oh shit oh snap there's more there's more and my perspective on this is at this point to just accept that you know nothing about spirituality yeah and that this is not a sprint this is a marathon yeah. And this is going to be a lifestyle to whenever it is that you choose to leave this world. So, I mean, release the expectation. There's, there should be zero expectations at that point. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. That, that's, that's like super interesting. And that's how, like, I, I know I've been like training with you and doing therapy with you and I know it's a journey and sometimes like things go wrong like they go wrong all the time and I'm like oh my god (laughs) but then I'm like okay well maybe maybe there is something improvement here I'm actually experiencing feelings I'm able to tell people (laughs) yeah it's that need for perfection it's actually a false it's it's a programming perfection is a programming you know it's like we always have to remember that we are souls 
having the human experience. Yes. A human yeah. experience is must. Yes. And a part of the human experience is that you don't have it all figured out. I know. Yeah. It was just like in the beginning of the year, last year, I started my journey and like to be applying spiritual teachings and I was yeah. making so much progress. I'm like, oh, I fixed all my traumas. Like, and then no, but yeah, this is it. Like I'm done now. I can continue life in bliss. Well, that's yeah. not how yeah. it works, but it's a, yeah. it's a trap. In and, the beginning. and the trap is called spiritual ego. That's what the trap yes. is. You know, you substitute your, your human ego to your spiritual ego, and then you become holier than thou. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and this is for me, and, and let's have some real talk. A lot of modalities that say we are the best modality mm-hmm. is utter bullshit. It's, it's, that's a spiritual ego, right? Or yeah. this modality is better than this modality, or this healing style is better than this healing. This is all spiritual ego. You've not improved from wherever you think you started, if that's the same uh, mindset we have. Yes. Part of one of my main things that I teach in mind hacking is I tell people, Anything I say, please fact check and don't believe anything I say. Yeah. Mm. And why do you say that? Because I would like you to have your own experience. We can both read the same book. Yes. And we both have different interpretation of the same book. I am telling you my interpretation of it. My interpretation is an interpretation and is not the ultimate truth. The ultimate truth is for you to go and figure out by yourself. Yeah. 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 It yeah, is yeah. not for me to tell you your truth. I'll, I will be a religion if I tell you your truth. Oh, yeah. damn. That's very true. That's, that's very strong. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Very true. yeah yes. I was going to say, like, I just <laughs> throw the mic out right now. That was it. We should cut here. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very true. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, yeah, Hiva, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, like, exactly what mind hacking is. Like, how does it work? Uh, How are we able to change so quickly? Uh, Yeah, because for me, it's been, like, the biggest transformation. Like, I have a funny story about the first time I saw you. I was a total non-believer. I was like, I went there, all very cocky. I have a back pain. I'm not sure you can help me. <laughs> and I actually spoke about it for months as this like very spooky thing that happened to me. Yes, you uh, told me this on brunch. <laughs> I remember. She was like, I went through this very yeah. spooky experience, like where it, it worked. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how does it work? And and yeah, I think it's, it's, it's very incredible and, and very effective. But I'll let you like speak a little bit about what what exactly so, does it do so to us? As as complex as it sounds, it's actually very simple. And I'll try to like break it down in a very simple way. If we just forget that we are complex creatures and just remember that we are a computer and this computer within our mind has a storage unit and the storage unit was only programmed between the ages zero to seven, right? At any point of time, you can go and update your iOS, your computer programming, right? Just the iPhones get programmed every six months. They get an update, software update. Your mind has probably never got a software update between the age of zero to seven. Hmm. So what we do in mind hacking is we actually access your subconscious mind and reprogram it. 90% of modalities around the world does the exact same thing. Well, they will access your subconscious mind and they will change it. The only difference is the how. How would they do it? 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. So everybody has different questions, different ways, different, you know, loopholes, different whatever. And that's the differences in all modality, but they do the exact same thing is they reprogram their mind. This is not something we came up with ourselves now in recent days. Mm-hmm. If we go up to Sigmund Freud, the father of psychology, he started this whole thing about needing to go under the iceberg and understanding your subconscious mind in order yeah. to change a behavior in your conscious mind. It was just used in words that were maybe a little bit too difficult for people to understand. Yeah. There's a thing about human beings that they enjoy to overcomplicate things so that their spiritual ego or their human ego feels good about themselves, mm, right? Yeah. But it is actually as simple as this. You enter a code and you remove a code. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing more, more, nothing more than that, right? You delete something and you add something. And that's exactly what mind hacking is, is we eliminate all this complexity of it to make it as simple as you can go in, understand what the code is, change the code. Simple as that. And then tomorrow your behavior changes. Sometimes not even the next day, it's sometimes in an hour. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I want to share my personal experience uh, in a, just a short uh, version of it because we was like, I just, I, you have to like, get a session. Like, this has been incredible. And yeah. I got a session. <laughs> and I, I was so surprised of the effects because I had this very strong, vivid memory of the first time. And I don't really know how we got to that memory, but we did get to that memory of thinking about... Uh, suicide and it was Mm -hmm. so vividly on my mind because it was the first time I thought about it and then you asked me like um um how did you feel and I said lost and then we went back to a way sooner memory of the first time I felt lost you did your magic went back to the memory and I'm like I don't feel that like anxiousness around it anymore and that was and ever since then I haven't felt lost in that aspect so yeah. I just want to say this stuff as simple works. As that. Yeah. As simple as that. We're just a bunch of programs running this computer called the human body, right? If I can change the program, I change the human behavior. Simple as that. Open shut case. Yeah. It was, it's yeah. super powerful. And, yeah. and I love what Maria said in the beginning. She said something even this, this was spooky. And, <laughs> and the reason why it's spooky is because you've been told it's so difficult to change. Yeah. From, from a very young age, you've been told, oh, we got to change her behavior all, oh, but it's going to be hard to change her behavior. And we need to discipline her to change her behavior. So you already have this programming that it's hard to change behavior. You know, a lot of you, if you have like a bad habit and you want to change a bad habit, like going to the gym, you think it's going to be hard, but yeah. it's actually yeah. never hard. It's all easy. We just have to change this program that changes hard to change is easy. And then change happens instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And change happens in a very permanent way. I would also add that to a point, like, I think the part of the technique is to go back into memories. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I talk with Kimberly after the session and I'm like, what do you work on? I like, actually, I don't remember. I don't even remember the problem that I had before. It's like really yeah. weird. But sometimes it's like, no, I feel fine. I mean, just like, I cannot even feel the same way I enter the session or even because relate with it. Even an emotion is a programming. You're being programmed to feel a type of emotion because if we are all just looking at from the moment we were born, you were born in this vibration of love. You are love. You are pure. You're empty. Anything that is being added onto after that an emotion is learned. Mm-hmm. Who do you learn it from? Mom, dad, society. Yeah. 
If we look yeah. at mom dad society, they probably only know three emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and that's to yeah. be honest, you know, they, they probably just know three emotions, angry, neutral, sad, maybe happy sometimes, right? Yeah. They don't yeah. have a range of emotions. So you're not going to have a range of emotion. It's like, you know, that that saying, if you put a shark in a, if a shark is born in a fishbowl, it yeah. only stays the size of the fishbowl. Yeah. If you're only born into an environment that has four emotions, that's all you're getting. Yeah. 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 Right yeah, yeah. So yeah. then you, you live your whole life repeating exactly mom and dad's behaviors. And then you're just like, oh my God, I'm frustrated. You know, I don't know how to be more than that. Yeah, but because you weren't given the program. Now, imagine if you were born in a place or a society that allows you to express yourself without judgment, mm -hmm. allows you to show love unconditionally, allows you to grow and be adventurous and curious without punishment. Uh, you know, like imagine all this. You're going to turn out a whole different person. And that's yeah. all you're going to know. Yeah. When somebody comes to you and says to you, oh, my parents don't let me do this. You're going to be like, what? Because <laughs> you've never been exposed to it. Yeah. 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 Wow. Totally. That's like, yeah, that's like super interesting. Is that the goal that we're going to become like better, much better parents with a much <laughs> broader range so. of emotions? <laughs> I, for yeah. sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because you're breaking, you're already aware, which is something your parents weren't just assholes. They just didn't know. <laughs> the, you know, they didn't know. They didn't know any better. That's the programming they got. You yeah. are now aware of the programming. Which and it's is, yeah. kind of like you as a as a parent that already shifts it. Because now every word you say, you know, is going to be stored into the subconscious of the child. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you're already changing your behavior just by that knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's it just has so many layers, but I I totally believe in this. And even uh, I I find two things are very dramatic uh, with this technique I experienced in myself. One is how people change their behavior towards you, and the second is like the bot, like the body, like the things that you feel in your body. Like the first time I went to see you, I went to see you for an actual physical pain. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible how that pain was related to a thought. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I'd love to like, if you can dive into yeah. that a little bit, how, how we can manifest all of these actual external changes, not just changes in behavior, but actual external changes. So pain is what we learned as human programming to get our attention. So mm -hmm. whenever you had pain, there was attention always associated towards it. I give you an yeah. example. Mom smacks you. Mom's giving you her attention, but there's also pain. Yeah. So yeah. your mind has already conditioned you is that if there is pain, I will pay attention. Okay. okay I give yeah. you a toothache. All of you are being aware of the toothache. Yeah. yeah. I give you a headache. All of you are aware of the headache and give the headache attention. Yes. So yeah. pain is conditioned in your body as a last resort, a last resort to get your attention to change something. Okay. Ooh, I love that. Okay. It's, yeah. it's not the first resort. It's the last thing. It's like, hey, bitch, I've given you too many signals. <laughs> you have not paid attention to these signals. I'm going to give you a pain on a 10 right now and you're going to pay mad attention to me. Oh, and that's yeah. what happens, right? Yeah. So once we understand that that's your body giving you a signal, your body or your mind giving you a signal, we start to understand that different areas in our body actually have different 
programmings. And sometimes you don't, you, you've been saying them and you're not even aware. For example, I carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I've said that before. Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. said that recently. Do you, yeah. you want to guess where the pain is going to be? <laughs> shoulders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know? Oh. Okay. Another one is I feel like I don't have a backbone. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Words okay. are so powerful. Mm-hmm. Have back pain, yeah. And you've been you've been also conditioned conditioned about that, right? Right. And we go say, for example, if you, you get a headache, yeah, and you, this, one of the main things you're gonna say is like my head, my head's gonna blow. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. That's very so true. So you're already creating what is about to happen with just the words. I have a splitting headache. Guess what kind of headache you have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been saying all of this consistently without even being aware of what we say. Yeah. So having, I carry the weight of the world on my shoulders, that is shoulder pain. I don't feel like I have a backbone. That is when you say that when you're not supported, guess where the pain yeah. of not supported going to be? Your spine. What is the major thing that your spine does for your body? It supports your body. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, when yeah. you start to say, like, I feel stuck, I'm going to guarantee you there's a tightness around your hip. Oh, that's okay. very true. That's yeah. very true. Wow. Okay. Because why? Because the hip is where you move forward. And if you feel stuck, that's the first thing that demobilizes you. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So if somebody that's comes to me and says, Hiba, I have hip pain, right? I'll be like, So what do you feel stuck about? Mm. Yeah. If somebody comes yeah. and tells me I feel middle back pain, I'll be like, where do you feel unsupported? Yeah. yeah. If somebody comes and says to me, my shoulders are stiff, I'll be like, so what burdens are you carrying? Yeah. 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 Wow. You know, people that have ear problems, they have a problem hearing the truth. Or there's something that they don't want to hear in life. Yeah. So and I'd it, say something, how are you avoiding it? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just I was just like, I'm, I'm loving this. Like, for example, uh, my friend's suffering from very bad acne. What would that mean? Like, so skin is the first line of defense. Yes. Okay. So now acne is on her face, right? So yeah. there's two components of that. Yeah. Skin is the first line of defense. So yeah. what would happen if your skin is defending you? What's the thing that you would need defending? The opposite of defending. The opposite yeah. of defense is attack, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. she feels attacked. Mm. I already know that. One is she feels attacked. Now it's on her face. What is your face? Your face is either a sign of your beauty or acceptance, right? Or it's a sign of, of how people truly see you. So for me, I already know that either her identity is attacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or she feels all she feels that she, her beauty is attacked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And listening, knowing her story, this is yeah. completely true. Like this yeah. is very much true. The the, yeah. the body is so simple because we all have the same programming, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and for example, if she's somebody who in a past, I don't know your friend, but if she's had like um, sexual assault. Mm. And people saw her and thought she was attractive. The first thing the body will do to protect itself is create acne, which will also push away people from her as i.e. defend. 
oh, and protect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's very insightful. Yeah, you when know, like you subconscious yeah. You know, a lot of women who, who are raped sometimes, what happens is they start to create diseases down there, right? And that then they never know what it is. And it's kind of their own chastity uh belt. They create their own chastity belt. Wow. And it could be I don't know, ovulating problems. It could be STDs. And she would not have had sex, but she has an STD. How? Yeah. It's all psychosomatic as to protect yeah. herself. Because our body at the end of the day just wants to protect us. Yeah, that's super. That's, yeah, that's like super, super interesting how we can create something uh, even without knowing. Like, yeah. yeah, most of it is without knowing. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah, yeah. of our life is unconscious. Yes, it's an yeah. unconscious behavior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. No, this is like amazing. I like truly can uh, can like attest for that. Like pains, like going away just from like uh, shifting. I believe. Uh, it is like truly amazing I also it is funny but I have uh, done the mind hacking uh, course with Hiba yes. so mm -hmm. like training to be a mind hacker I'm not one yet I haven't done all the levels but the interesting stuff it was like let me try this with a person you actually don't know this let me try this with a person I was very curious so I take a friend and it's like let's do something easy I don't want to do it. like let's do something about candy Well, it turns out that she, we did this session and she's like, I feel so much better. The memory changed. And I'm like, this is weird. I didn't tell her about memories changing. So uh, it's weird that it actually changed because that's part of the technique. <laughs> and after, after weeks, she calls me and she's like, you don't know what happened. I had coronavirus. And it's like, the session was so effective. I didn't binge. It's like, I managed to stay super healthy. And I was like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> this is actually working. <laughs> But yeah. I, I believe that people do the work themselves too. Like you're just there to like direct and kind of give hints, but people do the work themselves. Yeah, everybody's a self-healer. Everybody heals themselves. We are born with the innate power to heal ourselves. You just sometimes need to know how. That's all. But then you'll do all the... I can, you can get people on my couch and they'll spend the money and nothing will change. Uh, you have to detach from that because it's their choice at the end of the day. If they're ready to heal, they will heal. No magic power. I'm not a magician, you know. I say yeah. I'm magic, but I'm not a magician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, I yeah, say, yeah. right? And for me, it's like I'll do whatever I need to do. I'll come and I will give you my all. But if you're not ready, you're not ready. And that's a choice you have to make. Yeah. You can yeah. take a horse to the water, but you can't force the horse to drink. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and yeah. that's a, and, and that's a detachment. You once you master detachment, you're like, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I know. I, I trust myself. I know that what I do works. Mm -hmm. If you still choose not to, you have free will to keep repeating the lessons, and that's not for me to change. I actually yeah. have a question about that. Um, do you have like maybe this is a a side note, but to trust oneself is mm -hmm. pretty difficult when you start the journey. Do you have maybe any tips on? how to build that trust because you went over 800 or 2000 yeah, 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 people yeah. so you built yeah. trust is yeah, that yeah it's just and you know like today like as, as well as your skill increases and and sometimes i go like oh my god did i do that that was amazing you know when you start building your spirituality for example to be able to do telekinesis or yeah. telepathy 
You know, that's a skill set you build using your mind. And sometimes I would do things and I'll be like, oh my God, did anyone see it? Can someone record this just to make sure I really did it? And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Just have to remember that there is, you are on a journey and self-validation is as important as self-trust. Okay. And the two sometimes go hand in hand, right? And whatever you require to build that self-validation and self-trust with yourself, do it. It's a journey. Just think of it as when you're dating somebody, do you just trust them from the minute you meet them or does it build after time? Mm. It's the same thing with you. It has to build. You have to build rapport. So one of the main things that you, I would suggest somebody does is let go of all the self-sabotage. Work on all the self-sabotage. Once you're able to heal and clear and understand your self-sabotage patterns, you're able to build rapport with yourself a lot more. And your journey of validating yourself, you're human at the end of the day. You need to validate yourself, right? See, I say validate yourself, not others validate you. Yes. Yeah, that's that's yeah, different. That's you key. need to validate yourself. I was like, I need to like me. I need to love me. Your love and like is extra, but yes. I need to love me. Yes. Yeah. So I need to trust me. Your trust is extra. Exactly. But I need to trust me. And yeah. that's something we need to always remember. If someone goes, oh, this person likes you, go for them. But I like me. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 100% and I think agree. that's the mindset. That's the mindset that you have to keep remembering. You know, a lot of people are going to clap for you, but are you clapping for yourself? Because I don't okay. care if people are clapping for you. If you're not clapping from yourself, there's a disconnect and there's a lot of work over there. Nice. Yeah, that's like that's very true. That's very true. It's like something that actually I'm I'm working on uh, myself. And and kind of it's from another question, just off the cuff. But it's like when you're like on your your a spiritual journey, you might have actually like blind spots. I hear you talking about this at some point. Mm-hmm. Where like you're just going in a direction, but you totally have like this like things that you're like creating resistance that you don't see I find it a lot in myself uh, I know I'm a little bit like um <laughs> I don't want to say a word that you're gonna say cancer to it <laughs> so <laughs> um but yeah I'm a little bit too strict with myself in some areas but there are things that I just like subconsciously I decide not to see so is there any recommendation that you have for people that that know that they have blind spots on like how to soften themselves to like their own blind spots or like what are your recommendations don't fucking take yourself too seriously like you're taking yourself way too seriously if you have to worry about you being fucking up or you like not seeing your blind spot you're not supposed to see it by, like, it's a journey mm. right yeah. If I give you all your birthday cakes for the next 20 years today, you're not going to like me, right? Yeah. yeah Why yeah. do you want all the birthday cakes, all the birthday surprises forever today? Yeah. Each yeah. one, every birthday we celebrate on the year it's supposed to be celebrated. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> That's every good. lesson will come in its divine timing. There's no rush. So this rush mentality is still that I must true. be perfect. I need to get everything right. Ask yourself, why are you chaperoning yourself? Who's That's chasing you? Who, what race true. are we on? You know, like who told you you're on a race? Where's this timeline? Time is illusion. Time is linear. You know, people think time is like this. Mm-hmm. Past, now, 
future. Flip it around. It's one straight line. It's all yeah. happening right now. So yeah. who's chasing you if all of it is happening right now? Exactly. And if you start, and if you're constantly in this process of I must be good, that's self love right there. Going back to the basics. Yeah. Why? Why is it that I need to achieve something or unlock something or work? Do the work, but do it from a place of love, not yeah. like meritocracy. Uh, meritocracy. I don't know how to go. The meritocracy. Yeah. Once yeah. you achieve something, then you're going to be, you know, rewarded for it. That's corporate world programming. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, I, I told Kimberly that this phrase the other day was like sometimes when you go like I'm gonna be good so like the universe gives it to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna let this go so that the universe yeah. can come. I, I, yeah. Universe, yeah. I let it go. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and it's still that I need to please somebody to be good methodology, which is a programming that has come yeah. from you needing to please your parents. It just your mind, as spiritual as you get, it becomes smarter, mm. you know, and it becomes your subconscious even knows how to beat you at your own game, yeah. you know. So it'd be like, hey, we'll tell you exactly that. Let go and let's tell the universe we let it go. We're gonna pretend that we are detached from the outcome. Yes, right. Yeah. We won't look at our manifestation list to see if it's not there, but you'll peek at it and you'll be like, I didn't, no one saw me looking. We're good. Yeah. And that's still that reward and recognition programming within you. What's the rush? Don't take yourself so seriously. Let yeah, it be. So very true. Very wow. true. Very true. I feel like this has been like a class. <laughs> yes. Like, I learned so much from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a very, very beautiful yeah. uh, conversation. Um, yeah. Just want to end on one thing, just for selfish reasons for me and Maria. <laughs> we've, been have, we've, been, we've been recording episodes about manifestations twice, yeah. and there's so much resistance <laughs> in us <laughs> that we don't put it online. So from an experienced manifester like you, how would you describe it very shortly, like, shortly um what it actually is and why it's so valuable in our lives so i don't think manifestation is like a superpower that everybody has to acquire you're already manifestors you've just been manifesting shit <laughs> yeah yeah everybody is a manifester it's not a superpower that you you acquire mm -hmm. you've just been manifesting shit so just to simplify manifestation you think it you hold its vibration, you create it. That's a manifestation. Nice. Yeah. Right? So you've been, if you've been manifesting great stuff happening to you, that means you thought it, you attached a feeling towards, you got it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. I'll give you an example. You think, oh shit, I'm going to be late today. You put that thought out, right? And then you're like, oh my God, I'm nervous now. You put the emotion out, you leave your house, there's a traffic jam. Boom! Congratulations, yeah. you're a manifester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, no, manifesting is not just the good. We're actually all just fantastic bad manifestors, canceled, but that's actually how we've been programmed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just that you know you just now have to change the thought, add the emotion and into something positive. And you're it's already there, it's already within you. We are all born manifestors. 
amazing yeah amazing yeah we like have it, it's like there i guess that our resistance comes from it that's very true everybody can do it we're just manifesting everything all the time like i guess our resistance uh yeah comes from like limiting beliefs again <laughs> or, like what people is gonna think of us if we talk we about think ourselves very serious yeah. 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 i was about to say <laughs> you're at a point where you care what people think about you yeah, yeah. And that's where, where the work needs to be is like why do i give a fuck exactly yeah. Yeah, We're all yeah, one yeah. anyway. <laughs> no, why yeah. even care? Why mm -hmm. is it like, you know, I have a saying that I used to say before spirituality, which is pretty funny. I say, what you eat, don't make me shit. Yeah, it is very yeah. true, I guess. Yeah. So when somebody has an opinion, I'm like, what they eat is not making me shit. What I eat is not making them shit. We have, there's two different separate human yeah. beings, yeah. right? And this is the truth of it. No one's actually thinking about you. You want them to be thinking about you, but no one's actually thinking about you because they're worried about themselves. Just the same way you're worried about you and thinking about you, they're yeah. thinking about them. So it's your mm -hmm. ego telling you they give a fuck because they actually don't because they're busy thinking about them. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, that's true. That's Very true. true. And, that's true. Yes. and sometimes we have to humble ourselves by going, really? No one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is surrender. That is actually once you're able to do that, you detach from holding on to something yeah. and you can surrender to it and things flow your easy because that's when you got it, got it. That's when you understood yeah. life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a work in progress for me. <laughs> it's, a it's a journey it's a journey but this is like being like super 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 amazing i don't know if you have one last thoughts like for people listening that are very beginning so how can they try something at home um just like an exercise quick exercise for them I would say a quick exercise somebody who hasn't been on any type of journey is to just monitor and write their thoughts the whole day and try to link them to an emotion. Once you understand what are your thoughts and what are your emotions, you've done 80% of the work. And then you're going to have big aha moments of understanding that you probably have three or four <laughs> thoughts and emotions that you replay every day. And once you are aware of those, you're going to be ready to change them. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's actually super practical. I should go back to basics. I should do that. <laughs> I want to very much thank you for all the knowledge you just shared. It's been honestly so inspiring. And for the people who are listening, where they can they find you? We will put everything in the description as well. But for the, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at, at Hiba Balfake. And uh, yeah, otherwise, I'm usually on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you Instagram. DM me, I'm most likely going to answer. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, yeah. Find Hiba on Instagram. Totally. I mean, everybody that I know, I'm like, oh, either I say you have to go and see Hiba or like you have to follow her on Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't take life too seriously. I think that's, that's what it is. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is a good point to like finish the episode and thank you so much Hiva really really uh, this was like a session yeah, <laughs> this was amazing <laughs> yeah yes, my pleasure ladies so and good luck on the podcast thank, thank you, you so much <laughs> bye thank bye. you so much bye.
Thank you all for listening to the Spiritual Chill Pill podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show us a bit of love and support, we would appreciate a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We are also available on many other platforms as Spotify or Stitcher. You can subscribe to that as well. Most importantly, we would appreciate if you contact us on Instagram and share your thoughts. Our Instagram is spiritualchillpill underscore podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time.